gym owners constantly hit me up with questions regarding white labeling supplements and whether or not it's a good move for their business. Hey, Stu, I know a site where I can get high quality supplements, you know, that allow me to put my own gym's brand on them and I get to sell them at a really high profit margin. What do you think? Well, Chad, I I think it simply comes down to a question you have to ask yourself. Do you want to be known for your incredible fitness service, your coaching and the client experience, or are you trying to create a reputation for having the best supplement brand in the business? See, here's the cold, hard math of it all. You go all in on your gym business 100%, or you can split your attention between the gym and another venture like supplements and be 50-50 at best. And God forbid you try to throw in another revenue stream that looks easy on paper, but is anything but, and now you're half-assing everything at 33% each. It's just math, guys. And so for Chad and every gym owner like Chad who has had a similar idea, my recommendation is for you to invest 100% of your resources into what you do best, running an incredible training facility with your unique style of fitness. Let's leave the supplement game to those who do it best. And my recommendation for that is SFH. SFH, which stands for Stronger, Faster, Healthier, has created a lineup of supplement products that are not only effective, scientifically backed research, but they satisfy all the needs for a gym owner looking to provide their members with great products and generate extra revenue. Their wholesale program is extremely generous, allowing gym owners to increase their average client value significantly, and their products will look great on your shelves with clean, professional brand packaging. Trust me, guys, you couldn't reproduce what they've done if you wanted to. So let's leave the supplements to those who invested their 100% into them, and that's SFH. And currently, right now, SFH is offering all of my listeners 20% off all of their products over at SFH.com. Just use the promo code GYMTALK20, and you're going to receive 20% off your entire order. Again, guys, that promo code is GYMTALK20. So go use the code, buy some of the products, test them out yourselves, give them out to the members, see what you think. And once you're sold that SFH is the real deal, contact them and set up a wholesale account. Trust me, I promise you this is a far better venture, use of your time, and ultimately going to generate you a happier client and more revenue than trying to white label supplement yourself. All right, guys, remember, Jim Talk 20 over at SFH.com. Let's get into the podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. We're talking gym real estate company today. Hopefully, I've somewhat in my content is have influenced you to understanding that you cannot find financial uh, comfort, uh, reliability, safety if you're only worrying about the revenue being produced by your gym. Right, if the revenue from your gym, like I have gym owners like, oh no, we're doing great, man. We're doing 42,000 per month that I'm profiting about five grand per month after I pay myself. I'm like, cool, but th- that's volatile, right? Like it- it's a sales cycle. Some people have three months of good sales, one month of bad sales. Some people have three years of good sales, one year of bad sales. If your comfort is based on a sales cycle and your success or failure there, I wouldn't want to be there, right? Because the second shit gets rough, you're back to being stressed out. When money, when when you have good sales cycles, again, hopefully that's what this podcast is going to help you with. You need to be planning to create a financial opportunity for you to be able to breathe and relax. 
right? Like having reliability with what you have. When you have the business, you only have the business and the money it brings you. When you use the cash from your business to purchase an asset like commercial real estate, you now are in a very unique position in which you have a asset in which the building depreciates, but the land always appreciates but you can lease it out later, you could sell it. You are probably relatively set. There's definitely some other retirement financial planning things you need to do, and that's why you should have a financial planner. Um, I work with Sean Hanquist over at the Fit CEO. Uh, just started working with him. I, I had someone else previously. And I wasn't crazy about it, and then you know, started talking with Sean and ended up having, I think, four or five, I don't, maybe four or five meetings with Sean before I ever signed anything and agreed to whatever. I mean, he was he took a lot of time to really explain to me and look at my current situation and answer my questions. And, um, and this isn't a plug for them necessarily. I'm just saying the benefits of having a good financial planner, guys, are, are great. So here's the deal. Real estate, if you want to own it, you do agree, okay, it's the fastest way for me to join like the wealth category is through real estate. It's the easiest way for a gym owner. It's the fastest and easiest. When I say fastest, it literally can happen within years. You could purchase commercial real estate. I generally look at a 10-year window or less for somebody. Um, interesting enough, uh, this, is, this is an early announcement, but I've been working on a course. Uh, it's for the Gym Real Estate Company. It's a one-time course. It's not a part of MicroGym University. There's no subscription. You pay one time, and essentially it is the entire thing, how to purchase a commercial real estate building as a gym owner in 10 years or less. And that's essentially based on your rate of savings and where your gym is at. But I walk you through every step of the process. More details are coming out on that. We're probably releasing that in the next, probably by the end of this quarter. But anyway, just wanted to, to give you a little teaser, a little drop there for anyone who listens to the podcast. So when it comes for you and you've accepted the fact, okay, buying the building is going to be my fastest way to wealth, but I'm not exactly sure, like, what does that even look like? Before we even get to, like, the process of the loans and locating the building and negotiating and environmental test and all the other bullshit, we need to just be talking pure money. You will need some amount of liquidity, meaning you're going to need some cash, you're going to need to show uh, either a very profitable business, you're going to have to show uh, you know, that you have cash in the bank, or you're going to have to show I've got a business partner that's making up for my lack of cash. There's the two big options. And in that course, I will be talking with you guys about how to structure the deal with a cash-based partner when you're bringing nothing to the table, where you're like, how do I actually get any ownership if I'm not putting money in? I'm going to walk you exactly how I've structured dozens of these, um, if you're bringing some money to the table, zero money to the table, all that will be covered in that course. Stay tuned for that. But for right now, let's just talk about rate of savings for buying a building. So what I typically recommend, right? Your gym's doing its thing. It's making money. Whether it's making a lot of money or a little money. If you are like, this is how I'm going to retire. This is what I want. You have to be diligent in putting money away. So let's do some quick math here. I generally recommend five to 10 plus percent of what you bring in. So at $20,000 per month, for everyone just following along at home, 
let's say we very, very conservatively are going to save 5% of that. That is $1,000 per month. Okay. $1,000 per month. Now, where does that go, Stu? Does that go into a savings account, a high yield savings account? Do I do some trickery with it? Like uh, I had Sean Ryder on the podcast earlier um, about talking about putting in a whole life insurance policy. Do I do treasuries? Like that again, that's, I'm not the guy. That's for your financial planner. He's the guy. That's who you should be talking to about this stuff, right? Wherever you're going to put that money, whether it's going to be, you know, get some growth to it, no growth under your mattress, I don't care. That money is going to go ahead and accumulate over the years. Because if you stick to 5% and your business increases its revenue, which my guess is it has to, right? You have to be making more. If you're making $20,000 in year one per month, you better be making, you know, let's call it uh, $25,000 the next year, right? So as you continue to increase revenue month over month, year over year, you are putting away more and more money, right? So at the baseline though, generally let's say we go ahead and we are being able to save uh, 5%. So that was $1,000 a month as you've increased, okay? You've been able to go ahead and over the course of five years, You've been able to go ahead, and even if you we did the, the slow math on that, $1,000 a month, let's say that was your 5%, you're like, okay, $1,000 a month, Stu, right? Well, we all know that's $12,000 at the end of year one, right? If we go ahead and do, and it, you know, we go and do uh, five years of that, we get $60,000, okay? So $60,000 in savings at the end of five years, right? And that number's probably going to be higher, realistically, since you are going to be increasing more money and that 5% is going to go higher, maybe you take it to 10%. But let's just say we get it up to some number. We need to start there. And some people are like, well, if I only save $40,000, can I really buy a building? If you save $40,000, can you buy a building? Probably not. It depends on your market. If you're, again, you're in a tier three market, that actually is a maybe. Like, that's a maybe. But you may have to go the partner route that I'm going to recommend. Find someone to go in with you on the real estate. And let me tell you, that is a partnership you want. Go look up the partnership real estate episode I did on this podcast where I talk about why having a partner in real estate is the best partnership because it's so hands-off. You have nothing to argue about. It's not like owning a gym. It's literally you guys both put in money. You come to an agreement as to how you want this thing to return and pay you back, whether you're going to take checks monthly or weekly off leasing it whether you're going to just wait X amount of years and sell it. I mean, again, I've got a ton of that in the course coming up, but that's essentially, it's why it's the best partnership. There's no day-to-day fucking conversations with your real estate partner. You'll, you might talk every month or every other month, maybe. So when it comes to this, you need to determine your rate of savings. Five to 10 plus percent per month of total monthly revenue is what I recommend. You find a good place for that money to go. Again, there's different saving strategies as to where the money can go because it's not like you're trying to touch it in year one. Like you you generally want it out of your current bank's saving account because when it's there, you can transfer it over. Oh man, Concept 2 just released this brand new rower that fucking blows me mid-stroke and it has a cup holder and a touch screen. I got to get 30 of them right now. Like, no, like, let's not, let's not spend our money on that. I, uh, I can tell the one time, like, not the one time, <laughs> that's such a lie. Uh, one of the times I worked with a client and I was very fucking harsh with them 
uh, as I feel I should be. That's what they pay me for. They had a great savings egg that we were talking about commercial real estate with, or they were going to just give with their financial planner. It didn't matter to me either way, which way it went, but they had this great nest egg. But I always told them, I said, my only fear is that you fucking, it's in your, you know, your current year, I think it was a Wells Fargo account. Like it's in your Wells account. Like that's just too easy, man, for you to move it over one time if you get enticed. No, dude, I'm super diligent, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward six months. Like we're talking financials. And I'm like, what happened with that account balance? Why is that so low? Did did something happen? Yeah, well, added all new LED lights to his warehouse that he doesn't own, by the way. Leased it. Went and bought $15,000 new. Bottom line is there's like fucking 32 grand out of this 100 plus thousand dollar nest egg gone over stupid shit. Because the gym owner got emotional and the money was easy to access. That's it. You want the money to not, I mean, you want to be able to use it when you need it, but because you're saving up to buy a building, you're not going to need it this year or next year, right? Especially if you're doing this play, you know, you're thinking five to 10 years is my play. You don't need to access it. So get it the fuck out of there. Get it somewhere where it's not easy for you to just transfer it over. But five to 10% should be your rate of savings with that number not 5 to 10% increasing necessarily, but the number of what 5 to 10% is building over time, okay? This is the key fundamental piece because even if you partner with somebody who has cash, I promise you, because I've had private calls with the cash partner that's not with the gym owner. The gym owner has a potential cash partner. We meet on a call. We're talking over the playbook for this. And I essentially go, cool, awesome. So I'm you know, I want to make sure everyone understands, you know, I, I'm working with both of you. I'm going to do an individual call with each because for my job at that position is to help mediate and create a, help them create a good SOA standard operating agreement between the partners that we take to a lawyer. I don't write the language, but I come up with the style. I help those two talk about all the potential situations that they're going to run into and how they want to be able to exit and use the money and sell the bill and all that stuff. So we do all that. And I have separate calls. Well, the cash partner in this one example was very, very optimistic because he believed in the gym owner's business, but he's like, I don't have a good feeling with the fact that this guy doesn't even have 20 grand saved up. Like he's been in business seven years. He doesn't have $20,000 to his name, like in, a, in any kind of an account. He's like, that worries me. And I, I couldn't argue with that. I said, you're, you're a thousand percent right. That would worry me too. And I would be having a conversation, transparent conversation with the gym owner partner and say, hey man, one of the things that kind of you know confuses me is like, obviously your rent is gonna be the thing paying our mortgage. I wanna know kind of the history as to why at this point, you know, we would kind of expect you to have a certain amount of liquidity built up. Why is that not there? And the gym owner, you know, was able to explain some situations and things that had happened. Some that were just bad moves on his part, some that were out of his control. And it just helped put the other cash partner at rest, knowing it wasn't just an ignorant owner. But again, like anyone who's in this situation um, and you don't want to wait for the course or even like even if you get the course, you want to get on a call to discuss this one-on-one, your situation specifically, please shoot me a DM on Instagram at Jim Real Estate and I'm uh, more than happy to, to jam with you. But uh, this is it, guys, 5 to 10%. If you're just starting off in your gym, bake it into your numbers. If you're four, five, six, seven years into your gym and you're starting this process now, then the numbers stay the same. You just now have to realize what this looks like. Like, you know, 
you're not going to be able to, you know, if in 2023, you start now five years in, and then in 2023, a startup gym starts from month one, you guys can end up in the same place, like in the same amount of time it takes to pull this off because you, you know, it might take them five years, but maybe you're able to do it in three because you're making more money because you're five years into the business. Now, if some of you guys are sitting here and you're like, dude, I, uh, I don't really have any money saved up and the business just isn't good. Like I don't have a good bit. Like I'm, I know this is not a good business. Then we're not really, then this is not a conversation we're having. You're not in the position to do this because even if you found a cash partner, you gotta, I mean, your business has to succeed for a period of time. And with the SBA, that could be 10 years. It could be far less, right? If you do a technical default, which I teach you guys in the course as well. But I, realistically, you're gonna, you've gotta have a strong business because otherwise, if you're coming to the table with $0 and I'm gonna help you build equity in the building, your business has to be stable enough to do what it needs to do so that the real estate company survives and even thrives. So if you're not there yet, focus on the business. Focus on, I don't care who you hire. Hire Two Brain, hire Best Hour of Their Day, hire fucking me, Micro Gym University. I don't give a shit. Fix the business first. As far as the gym real estate company is concerned, before we can help you buy a building, you need to have a business that is able to, you know, is able to sustain and help out the real estate company you're about to create. Guys, that's all I wanted to do today is talk rate of savings and have you thinking about this whole thing. If you got questions, please head over on Instagram to Jim uh, Real Estate, at Jim Real Estate. Shoot me a DM with any questions you have based on this. You'll be seeing um, some content you know, in the next couple months about the course being released. I'm really excited about that. But if you're in a situation of wanting to buy something and you're ha- you want to create a good SOA with your cash partner, and that's something you want assistance with, please hit me up on Instagram at Jim Real Estate. I'd love to talk with you guys about it. All right, until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.